Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, everybody. This is the Hangtown Review. Thank you to the folks at Racetech before we get going. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been supplying the motorcycle industry with a high-quality suspension components made right in the U.S. of A. From modern to vintage, Racetech is your source for suspension performance. Uh, they also do reliable world-class engines as well. They require state-of-the-art equipment, experienced, knowledgeable technicians. Racetech has all of that. They provide quality precision engine services using the best equipment and processes in the industry. Pulp 23 is the code to save with Racetech. Tell them you listen to the show. Save some money. Thank you, Racetech. All right, here we go. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Hangtown Review. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. 25 years for the folks at Fly Racing. They thank all their customers, all their dealers for this great ride. They got some cool stuff coming as well down the road. Flyracing.com. Get it at motorsport.com. Get it at your local dealer. And say with the folks at uh, Fly Racing, you know it's great stuff. Formula Helmet is just second to none out there. Read all about it on their website. Read about the Rion technology, the Conehead EPS design, the different shells, the lightweight Super quiet, looks really good. Flyracing.com, of course. They just uh, debuted the Red Bull KTM Canadian team up there with Jess Pettis, Kevin Benoit, and um, Ryder McNabb. And uh, Benoit took the win in his Fly Racing gear as well. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. From the patrol stuff to the Evo, Kinetic Mesh. It's really hot right now. Kinetic Mesh is the one that you want. They've got it all. Thank you to the folks at uh, Fly Racing. Thank you as well to Maxxis Tires. A-Ray almost scoring points with the new Maxxis uh, tire out there experience the full shred potential of the two treads designed for soft intermediate intermediate to hard terrain developed and tested with jeremy mcgrath grip stability and predictability that surpasses all others available now at your local maxis dealer or online at shop.maxis.com maxis mx series a gift from the science nerds to the moto kids pick your pair Renthal as well uh, Renthal.com. of course you know the factory teams that use it honda kawasaki ktm you know as well the sprockets and the chains that work great. The bars, grips, all of that. Mountain bike stuff as well. They got a dealer locator on their website to check stock in your area. They also have a, a bar bend tool as well to customize your fit. A lot of cool things happening to the folks at Renthal. Of course, they had that hard anodized limited edition stuff um, that came out in New Jersey. That was super cool. Thank you to the folks at Renthal for coming on board the podcast. And chances are you know the quality of Renthal as well. You've used it over the years if you've raced, raced and ridden because they've been around that long. And they've been producing great stuff for that long. Thank you to the folks at Renthal. We'll tell you more about motorsport.com and Cobolinks later on the show. 
But for now, let's bring uh, JT and Weege and talk some Hangtown. All right, everybody, now to uh, talk about Hangtown and probably more here on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. First up, it's the man from the booth calling the action with James Stewart there at the, in Hangtown. It's Jason Wygan. What's up, Weege? Yeah. I only saw you once all day, right in the morning, right when I got there. You were talking to Lone Wolf, and that was it. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, JT can attest. This is the worst pits to TV compound setup I think we have in the series. You basically have to commit. Are you on the pit side or are you on the TV side? It's a long walk. So I was there in the morning, and then I knew by 9 o'clock I was done. So what's everybody get to the track? 7-ish? Yeah. 7.15? Yeah. So I'm like, that's it. I'm going to get an hour and 45 minutes tops, and then I'm gone. Yeah. So that was it. Never saw Stu, and I don't even know where the compound is. Where is the compound, Hankdown? Is it down by the right there? Like first uh, turn? No. You know uh, what used to be the Fly 150? Yeah. All the way to the left. Oh, that's right. Behind yep. That. Yeah, behind that. Yeah. Yep. And you you can get to it quick if you can cross the track. Then yep. it's a three minute walk. But mm-hmm. obviously, once riding starts, yeah. you're not going to do that. And then it's like a twenty minute walk all the way around the yeah. perimeter. Yeah. I, I literally drove my rental car. I parked in the pit in the morning <laughs> at like seven, and then I got in my car and drove to the TV compound at nine. We just, it's really not that far. If you walk through the tunnels, it's not that bad. I walked all day. Like when I was going back and forth, I just I walked. But how do you get um? I, I couldn't find one more tunnel. I always had to cross the track at that fly 150 and hop the fence. Is there well, one more does, tunnel? This doesn't surprise me. So, um, oh god, this is like your mechanical skills. Yeah. Uh, yep. You basically just have to go to the right of where you were. There's tunnels that literally go straight there. Like, like those VIP to, areas and stuff. You don't have to jump fences. You don't have to do anything. No way. I swear. Been, this is uh, 2009. I've been going to Hangtown doing TV in that compound and never do this. <laughs> Yep. I mean, yeah, even a Tim yeah, Cotter had to hop a fence today there's, or yesterday. There's a tunnel. Goes, just walk straight, right. straight to it. I went there years ago to the TV compound, and I, I remember jumping a fence too. Yep. Well, it was probably my advice. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could go that way, and it might be like a more direct route, but you don't yep. need to do that. Like it's, it's, oh. yeah. Right. Oh. Well, there we go. Uh, uh, that is uh, Jason Thomas. 25 years of fly racing, and what a way to kick it off. Then grabbing the win at round one of the Canadian Nationals with Kevin Benoit in his fly racing gear, JT. I was happy to see the results of that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, took five years off and went, you know, won the first round. So, yeah. It's incredible. I, I did not have that happening in my bingo card, even though it is Canadian moto. I figure five years off is still a long time, but yeah. Can we, can we talk about what's going on with the track there? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was going. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what is that was like going. a fairgrounds or? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a speedway, like or a uh, dirt track right over, like a roundy round car race track that they had spectators sit there and they built the track around there, but then they still had to make it be motocross, so they went outside the stadium or outside the speedway. Yeah, I don't know. How do we, how do we feel about this? Well, I really feel like it needed more water and more prep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get the uh, idea. I get the idea. Like, hey, you're gonna have the comfort of your stadium seats, comfort of bleachers, you know, but yet still motocross. Yeah. But hey, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh let's talk about it a little bit. Hangtown. Uh, JT. I watched a little bit of the broadcast today, and uh, the Alex Ray mechanic thing was pretty funny. Our buddy A Ray. That was good. Yeah. I, uh. So I. That was not really planned. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. But I had a segment to do, and I was down there trying to kind of figure out what I was – it was supposed to be a track segment. And I had been talking about the track all day, 
the track was really kind of going away. Um, and I was running out of things to really talk about. Mm-hmm. So I saw a Ray and he's like, man, I got, I have no help down here. And he's like hiding in the shade. And yeah. I'm like, all right, we're pivoting. Uh, and I had to talk our producer, Chris Bond into it. Oh, why? Um, really? He wasn't down with it. Well, he, it's supposed to be a track segment. Ah, yeah. I know. But track, I, track's it's, garbage, it's, Bondo. Back to you. <laughs> but these things are framed, right? There's like graphics. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. But once I was like, hey, I don't have anything on track. And this is going to, I think, be good. This is like what really happens down here. Like, yeah, for these, sure. This guy's racing. It's last season. He has no mechanic. Like, this is better, in my opinion. So let's do that. And so we went yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. And, and A-Ray's a great sport, right? And all that, too. Of course. So, yeah. yeah, he was it, awesome. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's really good that way as well. So, uh, yeah. Had you ever prepped a uh, graded start, though? No. I mean, that's what we, I mean, we I could tell. You we, really we, we could tell. Yeah. We, we could tell. But Well, there's nothing you can do. Well, they wipe I it down, right? They just wipe it. I don't have a glove. No, I know. I know. So yeah. I can't do anything with my hands. And you can't use a towel. That's not allowed because you could put, like, you know, like yeah. surfaces or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, chemicals on it. Mm-hmm. So – what else? My, I looked at the other mechanics to see what they were doing, and they were either doing what I was doing or they were using a glove. I didn't yeah. have a glove, right. so yeah. that's, all, that's all there was. Yeah. Uh, round two. Yeah, track. I get what they were doing. I talked to Davey in the morning, Davey Coombs, and I get what they were doing because we've we 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 redisco- rediscovered some good racing in leaving the track alone. Um, it was a. Was it a water? What, what happened at Colorado? It was like two years ago, or a year ago, or. Did the water break, or I don't know what happened. I, or no, they thought it was going to rain and never rained, so they left the track. I think it was super windy overnight, or something crazy. I don't know. I remember yeah. being at the track. Maybe this is twenty nineteen, right? Something. Yeah, dude. Friday night, you leave the track as usual, and it is a mud bog. Like there was even a trend. JT would have loved this. There was a trend for a few years. The staff would run the track Friday night. It was the hot thing to do. Oh, there. Some of the AMA guys still do this. Oh, they still do. Yeah, it was this yes. uh, husband and wife who were like ultra marathon people. They got this thing started. And then they kept making the tracks wetter and deeper. And then eventually you're running. It was like tough mutter to run these tracks Friday night. They were so wet. The track, I swear, was that wet on Friday. And then we're back at 6 a.m. And I'm like, what? Where did it go? Yeah. So, I think it was that windy. And then it actually worked out good, right? Right. We had some great racing. And the guys talked about being able to move around and we got away from road cross. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't um, think people were very happy. I'd have to disagree. No, no, no. On... no, no. You, we're talking about Colorado. This is when it oh, originally happened. Okay. Yeah, when okay. they, when they okay. originally discovered this, and you could move around and you could do all that, and and they started leaving the tracks a little bit alone, and and yeah, we didn't even run paddles this weekend. It was sort of that was the theory going into this weekend. They made some track changes to make it a little bit more. Uh, add a few more off cambers and everything, and like I get it, what they were doing, I get it. No one was really happy. Uh, Grant Harlan tweeted that he liked the track. But in my experience after practice, uh, after the motos, um, nobody liked it. AP was very vocal, obviously. Uh, Very, uh, very upset Um, off camera. You know, it it, it ended up being, I think it ended up being, like from what I, you know, like JT and you love the street bike racing stuff. It was, you know, so many off cameras and so many sort of open corners that it almost, there was one line that guys told me because you wanted to keep the momentum and sweep the turns and, and all of that. Ended up being, you know, yeah, one line and then hard pack. And yeah, it didn't quite work for Hangtown. Like, no one was stoked other than Grant Harlan on Twitter. So, yeah. We didn't see a lot of wasn't, wasn't yeah. ideal, man. Yeah. I, I've seen it. I've seen it worse. Oh, yeah. I, I have seen it. I've seen it worse and raced it worse. But, um, 
Yes. It was just it was just a step backwards. Like I think we've made a, a some huge strides yeah. over the course of Hangtown's history, and uh, this was a little bit of regression. Yeah. No, no rice holes were brought in. You know, none of that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, we just didn't quite work. Well, it just makes me laugh because the, all the everybody with an opinion these days, especially and maybe always, we just couldn't hear it before. We live in a world of absolutes. You know, they had the track super wet and that would lead to huge ruts. And the idea was that the track would be soft and mulchy. And I always said it looked like the Fox Dream On calendar in the morning. Mm -hmm. When it came to the track in the morning, it was like steam and mist coming off the track. And it was deep and graded. And you're like, dude, this is going to be epic, like chocolate cake batter. Um, And then, because that's what they were doing, then, of course, everybody says, this is so dumb. You should do the opposite. It's, I mean, when it comes to tracks, is that every argument every time? Make the track harder, that'd be better. Make the track easier, that'd be better. Always, always. But, but I, I was on the side of uh, seeing some good, better racing, leaving it a little harder and not so. I mean, we, we saw some guys, and, and guys liked it. Guys talked about it. I just think with the yes. heat and this track layout, this one didn't work. But don't go yeah, away from Well, it, I'm just my, saying, like, I mean, we got to the point, I think, where people are saying, like, it's okay if we have some dust at the end of the day. Right? Or if the hard pack right. tracks are hard, like, hard pack is okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be loam everywhere. Yeah. But then... In this case, we get that, and then it's actually not good. So it just shows that, like in life, everything yeah. has to be a compromise, not all one or all the other. Not the wettest track ever yeah. and not the super dry. Well, The answer is in the middle always, you're but no right. one wants to think that way. Yeah, no, you're right, but I will say, like, I heard extra bitching about the track this weekend. It really stood out. Like, I went back in the island pits and talked to Jerry and A-Ray and Harlan and Marcelisi, and then I went to the factory side and talked to those guys. Um, Chiz. Um, no, no, I agree. Oh, okay. It oh. wasn't good. My point is like, but this is what everybody said. If you go this direction, it'll be good. Got and it. then you get this direction, yeah. and then it's like, oh, why did we go this direction? And it's like, <laughs> well, this is the direction that everybody said would be better. Sure, sure. We were idiots for making the track so wet in the morning, and then we don't do it. And it's like, oh, I was a track wetter, man. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think a track like Hangtown, if you don't get it really wet and soft in the morning, you're done. Like, you, you, if if you don't do that, it's too hard. Like the base is, it is inherently a really hard base. And if you don't do anything to offset that early and then maintain that, you can't ever get it back. Like the, the heat's going to set in, and then it's just done. Um, I think other tracks may not be so much like that. They're, you know, they have a softer base. This one is not. It, it's got to be early on, and then it has to be like this maintenance schedule that keeps it kind of softer and supple. Otherwise, once it bakes, you're, it's it's over because because the water's just well, going to sit on top at that point. And yeah, it's game over. That was part two of sort of what I was going to bring up was the watering and intermission. And everyone was oh. kind of like, <laughs> yeah, that was like a local race. Yeah. When you, you know, they, they, they said, yeah. uh, Hey, we're going to have that extra 30 minutes to, to work on the track. And this weekend working on the track meant just adding a ton of water. And then the riders were like WTF. Yep. So, yep. I was, I was out on the track uh, before the second two fifty moto. So mm-hmm. right after halftime. And I was trying to do a segment literally standing on the track. And then it just, unfortunately the timing didn't work. They were coming by on the, their hot lap where I was standing. So I had to get off the track, but it was like the nastiest, slimiest, iciest mud (laughs) on top of concrete that you've ever seen. It was terrible. And it's really hard to show that on TV because you just, it just gets lost in the, in the translation. But man, I felt for those guys in the early laps. Like they, they were just slipping and sliding all over the place. 
Yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying, JT, where it's like, for sure, with this dirt, once it's gone, it's gone. But I do feel like there was a chorus five years ago saying, but that's fine. Hard pack should be hard pack. Like, not, we don't want this unidirt where they make all the dirt on all the tracks the same. Let's have a little dust. Let's have a little slick California blue groove hard pack. Where did that all go? And then it's like, because it sucks. That's why. That's why yeah, you I don't think, want that. I think you hear that until you have to actually execute it. Exactly. That's yeah. my point. Yep. Yes. Yes. It's it's shocking what the when you when you walk around Hangtown like next to the track and you see what the dirt there actually naturally would be, you're like, oh my god. Well, I that's, really feel like that's that what this dirt really is. Awful. We awful. We had a Pirelli ride day at, on Monday after the national in '97, and I didn't want to ride. It was horrible. I'm like, this is terrible. This is I'm not. This is no fun. Yeah, the place was like concrete. It just sucked. Uh, I remember, like, in uh, on a 252 stroke racing, and in the second moto, like, the opening, I don't know, two laps, you know, they had put water down because they have to keep the dust down, right? Like, mm -hmm. they're in this there is, they're in this place where there's no good move because if they add water, it's just, like, ice skating. And if they don't, it's a dust bowl. So what do they do? So they have to add water because if it's too dusty, then you can't see. So the first two laps, I remember, like, riding around the track in third gear at, like, I don't know. 500 rpm like because if you add if you gave it any gas you just spun like you literally you just spun up you couldn't do anything and we weren't at that level this weekend we were not there but i just remember like the year 2000 the year 1998 oh. the second moto man you're just slipping and sliding you're you're both feet out and it's 100 degrees it's not mud but you know you you have literally no traction so as bad as it was this weekend i promise you i was out on the track walking it it wasn't it wasn't like that well you should Google 1987, I think, or 1990. Oh, my God. Hangtown. Hard pack? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've watched them. I've gone back and watched them. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like Carl's bad. It's, it's, it's like, pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's Carl's bad. Well, like, yeah. yeah. I'll take it a step further. The uh, What was the hot tires back in the day? The, the M22. What, K490 and the 695? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Those are the Dunlop. Look at pictures from the 80s and look at those tires. They are hard pack tires. Or M22, Bridgestones. They were great. Bridgestone M22, which was like the king of the hard pack tire, right? right? But like right. nobody's using a hard pack tire on a national track anymore. No, no, no. It, it's it's trended that far where like literally you can look at the front tire and be like, dude, I haven't seen a tire like that at a race in years. And that was the normal tire back then. 87, Glover broke his leg on the last lap and that gave Rollerball the podium. It's great. Oh. Yeah. I often thank Glover for that. Uh, I'm sure he's thrilled. He loves that. Oh, he yeah. tells me the whole story. It's a 30 minute story. It's really good because he collapses off his bike and his John R is there and, and the helicopter and, and, and there's they're helicoptering manly out. It's a whole story. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Uh all right, let's get into it a little bit. Uh talk about Hangtown. Um I was doing some live announcing up there. Just crushing it up there. Uh you getting paid or no? No, no, no. Okay. No, no. I, I refuse money. I don't want to be like you two guys. I will refuse oh, all payment. Oh, okay. To keep my objectivity. Uh, I thought we had it. I thought we had it. So, anyways, uh, I was up there, and I about halfway through the second moto, I just asked Rocket Rob, "Is it is it too early? Is it too early?" And he said, "Yes, we will not talk about it till high point." And I said, "Okay, all right, fair enough. It is too early, so we will talk about is it." Is that at in high reference point. To, to Tim Cotter, or is that just a, no. a, a quarter of the way through? It just has to be longer, according to Rocket Rob. Okay. Yep. But he led every lap again, and he went 1-1, and he was getting 
caught in the second moto and then maybe realized he was getting caught and then just sprinted away again like it was no problem. Uh, again, on that track, you know, you don't want to send it too much and Jet was doing exactly the right things. And, yeah, he, you know, he's just, yeah. It's just too early, though, right? It well, is. I think, I think everybody's wondering. <laughs> but it is too, it is too early. Okay. I personally don't think yeah. it's going to happen. I think he's willing to settle when he needs to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, of course it, it has to be brought up. I, I, I don't think it's too early. You look at the field, he's four. No, I, I think it to, to be taken seriously. Sure. But the reference to it, I, he, I think is okay. And he's led every lap. He's four. Oh, and led every yeah. lap. Oh yeah. Uh, and we'll yeah. even get into how he did it in a second, but the great James Stewart himself, he already figured it out. He went there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I know one thing. He can only go twenty two and zero. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found myself. We only have eleven races. Yeah. I found myself a few times on shows talking about twelve races or twenty four motos or whatever, and I'm like, oh shit, wait, oops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I do think it's too early, but it is alarming, by the way, how quickly, by the way, in both motos, he didn't even get the start per se, and he was in the lead anyway. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. So that doesn't even matter. What if they start in front of him? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Dylan really Dylan really had it both motos and just said, Yeah, I'm just gonna go around the outside and then yeah, it's just I'm gonna I'm gonna see you later. And again, in that second moto, those guys were riding really well. That was a good battle. AP, mm-hmm. Coop, and Dylan going at it, and they were catching them. They they made up like point seven, point six, two laps in a row, and they got it down to three, two and a half or something. And then he was like, Oh, Oh look at oh you guys are getting close oh that's fun watch this and he dropped he made his fastest lap of the of the race on that lap that next lap around yep and and broke broke him those guys apart again and then he, he, yeah he's doing the same thing that he did to like Levi Kitchen last year like, mm-hmm. it, his strategy is the same the the level of talent has exponentially risen but he's he's doing the same thing yeah yeah it's uh. Got to be a bit depressing for those other guys, but it's a it's a clinic, man, and it's really cool to watch. Um, and again, on this, I mean, the margins of victory in both motos weren't as big as last week, but I think that's just track induced. And if we see, you know, the, if he needs to pull it out or the track has better traction and a little more able to sendy, uh, he'll maybe stretch that out again. So yeah, I think it's induced by what we said about Jet for five years now. He only wins by as much as he needs to. Um, and the real test was. Plessinger, I guess, hadn't had a shot at him yet, right? Plessinger had been behind people, and he got in a second finally in the fourth motor of the year, and he did catch him for two laps, and then Jet went 210, and you're like, okay, yep, he is just <laughs> managing it. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, we're not taking shots at these guys. These are great riders, and they have reasons that we think they will get better as the year goes on. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They will, yep. Yes, but I know if you're Ferrandis, you're saying, dude, I was 44 seconds behind him last week, and I was four seconds behind him this week. And we have seen dudes make up that kind of ground early in the Nationals. It does happen. Um, you know, they come in and their bikes aren't ready, and then like, three weeks later they're winning races when they weren't even close. It does happen. But I just look at him like, hmm, he did just enough. He just stayed right in front of Sex. Oh, this is how fast Sex is going to go? Then I'll go this fast. He's not there? Then I'll just go as fast as the dudes that I beat by 44 seconds last week. To me, it's questionable. It's hard to know how much progress they made. I don't think they gained forty seconds on them in a week. I don't think. I don't think they did. No, I think that was a little in track, track induced. Yep. Track. Yeah, and I think managing. I think. Yeah. But JT, I, I'm sure they're not. If you're Ferrandis or Webb or Plessinger, you 100 percent believe you gained 30 seconds on them in a week, right? 
Yeah, I think they're pretty smart. I think they know he can go faster. I mean, they were mm-hmm. they were there last weekend, right? Like they understand his approach too, mm-hmm. where he didn't need to go any faster than that. The track was really tricky. Like it, it the track was not forgiving at all. And I think I think Webb specifically is smart enough to know that that jet has a lot more in the tank. So um, they're just going to take baby steps and try to close the gap down. And I think for them, they just have to be opportunistic. Like Jet has a jump on all these guys. You know, Webb came in not prepared. Dylan came in not prepared. You know, AP was probably the most prepared of these guys. He's doing everything he can. And then Chase leaves. So they all know the score right now. And they just, you know, they're going to show up on Saturdays and do the best they can. But everybody knows Jet's the best guy for now. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I agree with all of that. Uh. And yeah. I, I think also too, at the 450 level, a little bit of uh, acceptance rolls in too, right? Like these guys, like they're, they're just not going to kill themselves to beat this kid. No. Then yeah. they know they're not ready, right? Yeah. Like they. Yeah. They know deep down. Like if if Webb had come in training since April for outdoors, and I think the the expectation would be a little different. He uh. knows he's not there yet you know if this is july maybe that expectation changes a little bit well jets already won one more 450 national than coop has in his career <laughs> um yeah it, it and you know somebody i thought could come in and mix things up was barsha but it sounds like he either got injured again or had a setback so oh, really? yeah oh, wow. he's gonna be out even longer uh and no jason anderson's coming back at high point but i don't think 21 will be you know i just put him around around adam right now in my mind outdoors maybe not but we'll see um, AP should have got second overall. Uh, Aaron rode really well. Uh, crashed late in the second motor. Did you guys ever replay it, Weech? Um, no, I don't think we ever. Had. I don't think you guys ever got it, right? No, yeah, yeah, crashed, no. yeah. yeah. No. So uh, went down in the second moto, broke his clutch lever, and then, dude, I uh, he he was there for so long, and I was like, well, he's got to be, you know, I don't know, he's got to be tenth, fifteenth. By the time he got going, like I was like, oh, this is big points. This is going to really hurt him. No, nah, he just went from second to fourth overall because he was actually only seventh or something. He had that big of a lead on everybody. It just Yeah, he only got passed by one guy after it because um, they had, what, something like 30 seconds on AC and probably yeah. a minute on everybody else. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yep. it seemed like he was there forever. Uh, yep, yep. But Dylan gets second overall, and uh, Dylan goes 2-3. Uh, on the day, Coop goes four two. Coop was a uh, good job for Coop to rebound because he was he got dropped in that first moto. Like he was way back of those guys, thirty something seconds or something, or twenty seven seconds. And then uh, second moto was like a new guy. I don't know if he found some settings or or what. Uh, but second moto, he was he was right in the fight and ended up second. Um, really, really good job for Coop. I mean, AP did get him, but he just was a lot better in moto two compared to moto one. So. Yeah, um, he looked to me pretty feisty. Even talking to him Friday, I feel like, I mean, we know how Webb is. You know, he's he's not disrespecting uh, Sexton at all. You know, he says he'd hate to see that happen. But we know Sexton, when Sexton goes out, we know Webb is smart enough to be like, okay, that's one less guy that I got to beat. And that's mm-hmm. why I jumped into this series. I don't have to race Tomac or Sexton anymore. And then he really seemed like he was in a good mood on Friday. I feel like he was sendier in qualifying than he normally is, mm-hmm. especially outdoors. And I'm like, oh, Webb's got some pep in his step. And then, yeah, they dropped him yeah. bad in the first moto. So I was like, okay, maybe pump the brakes and all that. But the second moto was back to, you know, he's a gamer. I yeah. think he's going to do everything he can 
to try to make this interesting, even though he's not going to have Jets raw speed, but you never know, man. It's Cooper Webb. He'll engineer any way he can. And look, hey, man, JT, Jet could take off here like like what we're seeing, but we could see some really good racing between 14-2 and 7. Like, yeah, you know, yeah it, I mean, I it's, think... It's, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, I think Webb's worst days are, are, are now and behind him. You know, he's just going to get better from here. So whether he can win this title or not, we'll see, right? Like, anything could happen, as it often does. But... I think he's playing the long game here. He's playing the long game for this championship. He's also setting himself up to gain a few more points for the SMX playoffs. And, you know, he's making a lot of money along the way. So there there are lots of different ways to look at this that are all positive for Webb in this did, situation. Did you guys dig any more? I didn't, I didn't get a chance to. I went over to Honda, but I was talking to Janolfi the whole time more than anything. <laughs> um, okay. Did you? I went over there for a reason, and I ended up just talking to Janolfi. It's is Sexton coming back. Like I know the PR was. There's a chance this weekend. There is. So they were saying, like, yeah. like even even off the record or on the record, like they they were saying, like, hey, that, he can... that was what Lars said. Okay. They're hoping. I, I don't personally think that it happens because they threw in the my... mono. They threw in the mono, and I'm yep. like, oh wait, he got diagnosed. <laughs> yep. So my 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 guess, if you were forcing me to choose, I would say no, but. They're, yeah, like Lars is like, as soon as we can get him back, like line him up. So mm. we'll we'll see how it all plays yeah. out. I, I truly don't think Lars knows. I think he's, you know, at the mercy of when they want to come back. Um, but they're not like, hey, take take a lot of time off, like get everything right. They're like, no, no, no let's let's get oh. back in here because anything could happen, right? What what yeah. if? Oh yeah. What if Jack got hurt? What you know? Like he's not out of this thing. So no, and, and when they said, you know, hey. He- bumped his head and taking a week off that's usually a week and then you're back at it but when they threw in the mono in the press release i'm like oh boy now we got problems so that's all the mono is yeah long term i agree like that seems scarier you know concussions are not not scary but it's usually they can manage it and know you're good or not the mono thing is always a little harder to figure out right yeah jt and i both did corner lars in the manager stand during practice and i don't think they know much this is all pretty new they just he said he felt terrible all day physically at uh, Pala, uh-huh. so yeah. that's that's okay. why he went and got tested for mono. Um, so yeah. this is all new news for them, right? Okay, because I don't know if you guys know this, but like he's leaving Honda, and like yeah, sometimes we've seen riders just pull well, the, pull the shoot, right? Yes, so, I heard that yeah. for sure. That theory of like ah, oh, he's over it. He just won no, Supercross I- title. He's good. See you next year. But I'm like, dude, no, I'm not saying it's made up. It's legit. I'm not saying it's made up, but but like, hey, like take all the time you need, you know. Oh, oh, that's stage two. The made up thing. That's stage two of the craziness. Okay, yeah. But the yeah, idea okay. of like, <laughs> I think some people are thinking like, even if he gets healthy, ah, why bother? No, Outdoors I don't agree with that. No, there's too much money. There's too much money, and I hate that he's leaving. He's also leaving. He was also leaving Honda when he won the Supercross title. Like, Stu went. Stu and RC went twenty four and zero while leaving teams. Like. I don't buy into that. There's so much money to be made. I mean, even if Sexton comes back and gets eight podiums, you know how much money? How much money is that? If he gets second, even eight times, what's it? What's it for a podium? Thirty, fifty, hundred fifty grand or something? Yeah, yeah. Probably. And then these playoffs. I mean, he's not going to struggle. I mean, he's going to make a couple hundred grand in these playoffs any way you slice it. So what is he going to? He's going to just leave three, four, five hundred thousand dollars on the table the next five months because he's over it. Like, I don't believe. I definitely don't believe that he's faking it, but even the idea of, ah, if he feels good, why bother coming back? And no, I'm like, I'm couple com- hundred grand, that's why. No, I, I side with you. I'm just coming from the point of, like, let's say Mono is complete rest for four to six weeks, right? 
Now, yes. now we are in round ten, right? Uh, yeah. And so yeah. now you're like, well, I'm not coming back for two, you know. And, but the SMX thing does, yeah. There's a lot of money at stake there. That'll make it. That'll make yeah. it interesting. Yes. Yeah. That's all where yes. I'm at. I, I mean, com- to do a complete recovery from mono. So. You're right. If it goes four to six weeks and you can't even ride, that changes the paradigm. But I heard too many people this weekend basically being like, well, why would he even bother to come back? And I'm like, even if he feels good, what's the point? Just take the summer off. And I'm like, you know how much money they make? Yeah, if he's good, he'll he'll come out and he'll go 2-2 at the the minimum, right? Um, Take the money. All right, and I'm seeing Cirillo kind of rode by himself all day. I talked to him after the race. Uh, Not a fan of the track. (laughs) But uh, he also said, you know what, like he kind of knew with his arm – issues that's going on that if he pushed really hard it would it would flare up and so he sort of had a speed that he could maintain and he did that for two motos uh and uh five five on the day um sorry five four no five four on the day because ap yeah uh and then he kind of just rode by himself but um time astro pool <laughs> unbelievable yeah here we are folks we're at the time master pool part of this podcast sixth overall good job he jumped to 450s which was you know a smart thing to do he was in 250 class last weekend uh jumped to 450s and uh set a fast lap time and we all know time master pool can ride a dirt bike it's just a matter of can he do this consistently jt yeah i kind of saw this coming a little bit i i felt like there was going to just be a huge movement from the 250 to the 450 class and then you know for obvious reasons but yeah some of these guys are going to step up and as soon as ty moved over there i'm like well he has a chance to be top 10 every moto here and uh he got that done so to to your point though yeah we don't necessarily know when ty's going to do well or not but he's he's certainly fast there's no question about he could be gone next week he he could be gone just (laughs) uh yeah but by the way his first moto because I didn't pick him in fantasy, because uh, I'm scared of all things Ty Masterpool, but I was watching it. So we don't have the ability to track how he was off the start. We just don't have that ability. It's just not out there. It's pretty much like splitting an atom. But AMA lap charts, 20 fir- 22nd after lap one, 22nd to 7th. Jeez. Yeah. Kid was on it, man. He was really good. He was doing 213s, two, 210s, or 212s, I think, or something. Uh, really, really good job for Time Master Pool. Seven, seven on the day, six overall. Career best in the four fifty class in his first race. <laughs> um, it, it's both surprising, but it's not. I mean, we again, as you said, you know he can ride, and against this field, um, could he be the best non factory guy? Is why couldn't he be? Is this Cody Shock, Gavin Grasick, uh, oh. Freddie Norin? Uh, mm-hmm. Is this our guy? He's too unreliable, I think, to be that guy right now. Yeah, yeah. You got to be getting 10th at the final round like those guys were, like, really driving it home. Is he the give-him-a-factory-bike guy this summer? Is he the guy? <laughs> I think he was last summer, wasn't he? Uh, I don't. Was he? Uh, wasn't he? He should be on the donations team, I think, after Redwood. Oh, there, was... <laughs> there was that. There was that. I think it was the year before. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Whenever he's not on a factory bike and he puts in these amazing rides, yeah. and as you said, he is such a good rider. Yeah, we're going to hear the factory thing real soon. Well, hey, on that topic, what the heck happened to Phil and Riders, by the way? I just thought about this this weekend. Yeah, crazy, right? What happened? They're, they're gone, where, where dude. Where are we at? They're gone. They, well, we never used fill-ins for 20 years. No. Then, then, we filled in, then we filled in whenever we could. With Desperate. Any, with, with, Desperate with, fill-in. With Fabian Iswar yes. and Ben Cozy. And just, yes. just you, you, you name it. They, ben LeMay off the couch. Uh, yep. uh, we filled in whenever we could. Yep. And now we don't fill in nothing again. It's it's yeah. I'm with you. Yep. And we're Star Husky. We just won't have a 450 team 
And we were Forever. always told we were always told it was the energy drinks. They're just the energy drinks. They're just driving it. They they need guys out there. They they, they just need it. And then now yep. they don't need it, I guess. I don't know. No. Is the fill and ride dead? I'm 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 really confused with this. I don't know, man. Yeah. No. I, I don't know either. I don't know what happened. I mean, literally, we Ben Coisey, Fabian Iswar. We yeah. we grabbed dudes that weren't even in the country. Yep. Uh the Cowie role of uh, Travis Preston came back. I mean, it's unbelievable <laughs> yeah. how many guys filled it on Factory County. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, and JGR, good. that's a whole other podcast. Brandon Jessamine came out of retirement, hit a fence, then went back Jeez. into retirement. Jeez. Uh, Ricky Dietrich, off-road guy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyways, Master Pool might be the guy that, that the fans are yelling, give him a factory bike. Uh, Derek Drake, seventh, good job. He was good last week. We talked about his bike braking. Uh, Derek Drake, good job for him, seventh overall. Uh, Jerry, yeah, another good day for Jerry. Just, just, yeah, just solid man. Ten nine on Jerry the Jerry Grand Jerry. That's what he does. Just, he's just solid. Yeah, it's just who's who's got the birds? It's really loud. That's that's Twitch. Oh, is that Harley? It's oh, sorry. Out of botanical gardens. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm just sitting on the back porch. Wow, that is, dude, I didn't know they'd pick uh, up. Yeah, I better go back inside. Yeah, they're really it's a beautiful loud. night here in North Carolina, everybody. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just at the, we're at the point in the 450 class where we're just going to listen to birds. <laughs> are you guys about to, like, is that the key? Are you guys uh, rating Bin Laden's lair? Like, is that the signal? Was that the signal? Birds? <laughs> yeah. Like, when, like, so it seems like do like bird calls. It's like their cue. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, An attack is coming. Lorenzo Lucrucio, he said he last time he was at Hank. This this fits the year. This fits the 450 class perfectly. The last time Lorenzo raced Hangtown, he scored. He said he didn't score any points. Now he's ninth overall. <laughs> he said last time I raced her, I didn't score points. So uh, yeah, yeah. And now yep. he's now he's ninth overall in the premier class. Yeah, and I was talking to him after the race, and apparently he was, like, super hurt for a long time. Like, he's like, I know I'm not 100%. I'm really not happy with the riding. I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> you're, you're, like, seventh in points. He's like, yeah, I know, but I'm really not happy with the riding. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He wants on the jet. <laughs> Jose Butron, fifth in Moto2. <laughs> it's the summer of Butron. I mean, dude. Dude, Dude. wildcat racing, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Wildcat racing. They should should actually get like a real bobcat for their pits. Like on a chain. Just, you could pet it. Or in a cage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let you pet it. Yep. Feed it. That'd be great. Uh, Wildcat. You could have like, you could sacrifice one privateer every round. The lowest placing privateer could get thrown in the cage with the wildcat (laughs) racing cougar. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Freddie Noren. Damn, Freddie got six in Moto 1. He rode all by himself. I don't know if you guys noticed that. He had literally 30 seconds in front of him and behind him. Uh, fast Freddie. Yep. And then he was down in the first turn with uh, a bunch of other dudes. Oh, he had a huge crash after that, too. Oh, he did? Okay. Oh, yeah. Because right, right in front of the mechanics. So I mean... He was well, rolling just, then. Yeah. I, then I saw him rolling about three laps later. So that must have yeah, been... Yeah, that it. was when he got up. Okay. All he right. He just body slammed himself. In, right in front of the mechanics, oh, and then Freddy. got up, and then still got points. Yeah, he he was so after he got up from the crash, he was thirtieth. Then he went down. Then he was literally rolling around the track for I don't know a couple laps because I had him in fantasy, 
And then he started feeling better, and he picked off enough dudes to get up to 15th. Yeah. So, Freddie, Freddie was there for Freddie to go 6-6 on the day. And it, I, I'm not talking about, like, he fell over. This yeah, was, no, no. Yeah. This was all, all of it. This yeah. was full. This was Freddie being Freddie. Big <laughs> one. He said uh, Brooks told him if he can go 5-5, Brooks will jump in their pool after the race. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so cool. I'm like, is the goal to finish off the six? Because he was sixth in a moto last week. Stalled. Sixth in a moto, first moto this week. Sixth was goal, and this mud crashed. I'm like, is the goal 6-6? Six, six? He's like, nope, it's 5-5 five, because five, Brooks is going to jump in the pool. Mm. You, um, did you do a post-race show from over there? Yep, well, I mean, we have Chiz now over there, so that really helps the Twisted T post-race show. I mean, it does. You yes. want an answer to a question, you go to Chiz. <laughs> yeah, but in addition, this uh, show is probably going to be posted as we're uh, shooting this, or as we're recording this. Uh, we were joined by Lorenzo Lacurcio and Jose Butron of the Wildcat Racing Team. Oh, nice. Yeah, get them in yeah. every week. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it might be the sensation of the summer, Wildcat Racing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a guy from Checo who owns the team. Yep. Eerie. Yep. And so Checo team owned, and then American Racing with a Spaniard and a guy from Venezuela. But they told me right now they only have the money to do the first six. They'll oh. entertain all sponsorship offers. Oh. And they don't have to be called Wildcat Racing. It could be your name here if you want. Oh, Anybody, man. Steve? That'd be great. Wildcat's just a placeholder. <laughs> yep. That's just an, apparently it's just Lorenzo's nickname. And oh. uh, they're waiting. So Steve. You've done a lot for privateers. I have. Yeah. I, Do it again. I would keep Wildcat Racing, though. I, I, don't, oh, want that. Yeah. I don't want that name to change. That's awesome. No. Yeah. Wildcat Auggie Racing. Doggy. Auggie Doggy Racing. <laughs> no, I like Wildcat. It, I mean, yeah, you look good. at you, but Boutron just went Wildcat on the field. He went got a fifth. Fifth place. Fifth place. Jose Boutron. He was. Well, Lorenzo's wearing alias gear that I didn't even know still existed. <laughs> Was it Alias? Is that what yeah, it is? Well, it's made. It's made by uh, Canvas, but it's Alias. I, I don't know what's going on there. So, uh, that's so, probably more information than anybody else has. So Canvas <laughs> copied a company out of business. <laughs> I, I truly don't know what's happening. <laughs> I saw it, and I'm like, that looks so much like Alias gear. There must be another gear brand that has a very similar I, logo. But you're saying it's like a full-on. I was wondering if it was like Atari. Atari gear because that logo nope, looks it's a little, alias okay. produced by Canvas. Okay, oh, it's some sort of. So, I don't know. I don't know if it's you know the Grandals are. I, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, you, I, I'm trying to theorize what could possibly be happening. How, how long until Canvas makes fly gear for Boutron that looks like uh, <laughs> Lorenzo's gear? <laughs> well, Canvas Canvas does a lot of one-off stuff for people because they can right. build small batch stuff. Yeah, so it's not that crazy of a thing. I just did not expect to see Alias. No, there. no. No. Okay. Uh, Surratt, 12th. Roman Pepe, 13th. Chiz got screwed, by the way. 12-13 for 14th overall. Ah, poor Chiz. Uh, How about Prebula, everybody? Oh. 13th in Moto1. Killed it in Moto1. And the poor guy, Steve, do you know this? Did you see what happened on the site lap? No. We have at the top of the hill. Oh, we're showing how JT does a report. That was him. showing how wet the track is. Yes, yes. And this dude is just upside down yeah. in a rut and can't yeah. get his bike going. I saw that. No. I, yes. And I'm hurriedly going through the paperwork. And what I actually did was, <clears throat> since his number is in the 900s, and he falls on the site lap, 
I, I'm doing, I'm looking reverse order of Moto One. I'm like, this has to be the dude that finished like 38th or 40th. And I'm going and going and going. I'm like, who is this guy? I'm like, oh, this is the dude that got 13th in Moto One crashing in the sight lap. And then I believe he was in that, which we'll soon talk about, that insane first turn crash, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was involved in that along with, I don't know, 13 other riders. Oh, my God. And it happened within, I want someone to time it. The crash, I, I think Harlan was sitting on the hay bale two seconds after the gate dropped somehow. I don't even know how that. <laughs> then the hay it bale, was gone. The hay bale <laughs> caught fire? So then the hay bale caught fire? I heard that with his bike, right? Yep. And then I heard, I saw them push off a Twisted T bike, but I guess someone else has Twisted T graphics that's not on the team because then I couldn't find. Then Freddie was out there and Marshall was out there. I, I don't know. I was so confused. I didn't know what was going on. That was the first turn crash of first turn crashes. My God. And well, poor Corey Karsten. He went for a ride. Yeah, he did. He uh, Harlan did too. Yeah. You see Harlan put a picture of it on Instagram. No, did he? Like an hour. Oh, my God. Just being – like it's just a still photo of him like in a position. You're like, how can a human body get ejected? Just getting launched. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Harlan had the ultimate highs and lows, right? Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> just getting launched everybody check out Harlan's Instagram I mean, that's hilarious probably not hilarious launched. to him but yes um, no he's very he lucky those, hay, those yeah. hay bales were there I swear Harlan was sitting on the hay bale dejected as dudes were still crashing I swear <laughs> that's what I saw I'm like he was already out and the crash wasn't finished yeah it's uh, nuts it, it's, uh, it's the ultimate highs and lows for Harlan he, he seventh overall yeah. last week and then this week, he, I mean, he actually got points in Moto1. He was so far down. Um, and he got points in Moto1. It was actually a pretty impressive ride. He was really far back. But, yeah, and then, then got taken out in that Moto2. It's, yeah. Uh, Prebula, though, good job for Prebula. Uh, yep. At 13th, that's where we're at. Marshall Welton in the first Moto was caught up in that t- crash again in the first turn. No, second turn. And then uh, he absolutely grinded his way out to get 15th. Um, he was so far back. So it was good job for for Marshall Welton. Uh, Kessler, Jace Kessler was up there both motos. Crashed both motos, I'm guessing, but he was up there early. Good starts for Jace Kessler. Yeah, he was seventh early in the yeah. first moto. Yeah, and then was. same thing? Yep. Like ninth, tenth moto, yep. too? Yep. And, then, yep. Uh, and then, I don't know, crashed a bike problem or something. But uh, Our guy A-Ray is just, he's just a picture of consistency this year. Of course. Of course he is. Oh, known for that. He's just grinding out motos. He hasn't got a point yet, but that's coming. I think that's coming. He's close, though. 23-21. Yeah. Yeah. He'll get there. He'll get there when it's time. Um, What else? Um, 450 class. Anything else? Um, I don't know who Chandler Baker is, but good job. I know nothing about Chandler Baker. Oklahoma. 17th in Moto1. You guys got anything? Corey Carson is 35th in the second Moto. Did he actually get up and finish? No. He was in the mechanics area like five times. With who? With his head on the crossbar each time, and then kept <laughs> going back out there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, this is because Barry knows the difference in contingency between a 35th, which is what he got. <laughs> I just like somebody throw in the towel. Yeah. Like, somebody get him out of here. Well, Prebula, he Pre- Prebula didn't ride at all and got 36th. So Prebula didn't do a lap. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, he kept pulling in, then would be by himself, head on the crossbar, then go back out, then do the same thing. So – I don't know how he could have beaten anybody that well, was actually in the race. Only 34 guys f- did did lap one. 
So six guys were out. Were wiped out in wiped the first out, turn. Wiped out in the first turn. Six guys. Was Amarine, was Amarine also? No. He Am- got 34th. Oh, Amarine's uh, wheel, uh, his tire fell off. Oh. Like fell off the rim. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know, man. This, this, we're going to have a hell of a time this summer if this keeps this up. Is, this is our 450 class right now. Let's just focus on Wildcat. I think we are. Let's. And Jerry's eighth in points, guys. <laughs> Jerry's eighth in points. Wow. Let's let's embed Hansel with Wildcat. Yeah, we were thinking of embedding Hansel over at TLD because I feel like Moseman Braswell combo is really his personality. Oh, that would be good too. Yeah. It would be good, but uh, I don't know. I think we might be missing Moseman for a while. But yeah, I don't know. This Wildcat deal, we can't tame it. We can't cage it. No, nope. can't cage this Wildcat. And I got a further twist for you. That truck they're out of, that's my old Moto Triple X truck in 02. What? <laughs> yes. Yes. I am almost positive that that is the Moto Triple X truck from 02 that Kyle Lewis, Larry Ward, and Nick Way and I worked out of for the Nationals that year. Yep. Wow. So there's, there's, there's like a light dusting of Triple X karma in the air over there at Wildcat. It's indeed wild. Yeah. Where's this truck been? This truck just been sitting there waiting for the right for the right person. <laughs> I think it's right like the, the ectomobile from Ghostbusters. Like it was like, like you know, it was all covered in dust and everything. <laughs> and there's only one team that could bring it out. You know, <laughs> Wildcat Racing. Wildcat Racing. Uh, all right. Well, let's um, move on to 250 class or anything else for 450s. Jet's really good. Jet's really good. Yeah, we, he's okay. Do we like Jet for the title? I'll, I'll go with Chet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Chet. It's okay. early, I know. Okay. All right. I don't see any change in my pick. <laughs> All right. I, I'm I'm going to go Boutron. Because I, okay. I think <laughs> I see specialness. I see special, special stuff over there. Have you been talking to Lewis about this? Like, it must, Lewis must be wondering if he truly is. <laughs> he, he, at some point in the second moto, he said, this hasn't met my expectations so far this summer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Boutron is, is Fly Racing star rider. He is, yeah. Just so you know, just, you know. Oh, true. true. We have RJ yeah. Hampshire and Boutron holding it down this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Lewis did not move to America to end up seeing Boutron get fifth in a moto. It was not what he thought he was coming here to see. And and this Guillaume Ferrez like could barely make any points in EMX or, you know, whatever was a top five or 10 guy in EMX. And now he's just dicing with uh, Tom Vial, two-time world yeah. champion. Yeah. Just, yep. 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 They're about equal. Yeah. And Tom Vial. <laughs> Motocross Nationals catch the fever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even, is it? Well, you said last year when they put Ferris on the bike, you're like, how far can they go and still get top 10 if yeah. you're on that bike? Yeah. Like, any, we're down to spectators. Like who can, yeah. yeah, that kid, I don't know. Shout out to them for finding right. that talent. I know we're not in the 250 program here yet, but right. wow. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's move into that. So thanks to the folks again at Fly Racing for uh, coming on this podcast. Official gear of Jose Butron. Crushing it. Top fives. 450 motocross. Unbelievable. Um, also, thank you to the folks at Renthal and Maxis, as I said. Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com to help us out. Really, really um, um, does a good job over there at motorsport.com up in the Pacific Northwest. Great prices, great shipping, customer service. 
they got a dedicated team of gearheads there to help you out. The Michelin promo is over, but please, uh, whether it's uh, uh, Maxis or Renthal or Michelin or whatever, buy them at uh, motorsport.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board the podcast. And Cobo Links as well. You can get the lowering suspension link on everything from Aprilia to Yamaha at motorsport.com. Code PulpMX for free shipping. And you can save as well uh, with that code PulpMX. Built, designed, and everything up there in Boise, Idaho. If you're shorter of stature, uh, please check it out, um, cobolinks.com. Uh, really thank those guys for coming on board. And again, thank you to Fly Racing guys. And we, John X Maps. Yeah, on X Maps got <clears throat> almost 600,000 miles of trails mapped out. I know you're thinking I have Google Maps on my phone. It's not the same. Google Maps not really specializing in trails, first of all. And then this one not only has all the trails, public and private land, but lots of notes and news to know if it's what level the trail is difficulty-wise. They're good for mountain biking, ATVs, side-by-sides, dirt bikes, of course. So check it out. Go to onxmaps.com and take it for a test drive or um, on X Off-Road and App Store and just check it out. You can take a free trial, and then we'll give you 20% off. Type in RacerX, all one word, all lowercase, if you want to go for it. And we are trying to get something special going. We just being very difficult, but the folks at Kawasaki, JT, are trying to help us out. Yeah, this new Kawasaki is awesome. Um, as a former racer, having something like this available, which I'm talking about the SR edition, which stands for Special Racer, is really cool. Um, if you're like, think about the privateer Kawasaki guys out there that they don't have money to go buy all these special things and get their you know engines done, all this stuff. They can just go buy this Kawasaki KX450SR. And obviously, you know, the, the ad says it's like Cincerello or Anderson. That's not necessarily true, but you are going to get A-kit stuff, right? So you're going to get better suspension right off the bat. You're going to get an upgraded modified cylinder, you know, polished intake ports, your, you know, exhaust, pro-circuit exhaust. You're getting extra clamps. You're getting lots of things that are going to get you race-ready right out of the gate. So I think it's a really cool idea. Um, it's something that if I was a privateer guy, I would have to take a hard look at. And other brands, I think, are trying to do the same thing. So kudos to all of the brands. Um, but if you're Cowie, you're winning shootouts already. Like this was Keeper's you know, bike that he picked to win the shootout. And then you have this bike that you can just go get from a dealer that's pretty much ready to go. Um, so I, I give all these brands credit especially Kawasaki, and uh, yeah, I, I know we all like that uh, that SR name, which has a lot of legacy to it, so uh, yeah, shout out to Kawasaki for offering mm-hmm. a great product that uh, is a little bit more catered to the racer side. Not shout out to Weed for making it difficult to arrange this special thing we're trying to do. You guys do it, man. I, look, I got, <clears throat> I got kids' obligations. What about, I don't want to ruin your, I don't the, ruin your fantasy camp. We have a week off coming up. What about that? Oh, yeah. That'll go over real well. What about midweek? What about the midweek? Like, not even a weekend. I'm done with California for a little while. When? I, I don't know. Just go. You guys go. Do it. Have fun. You don't want to do this. You don't think it's cool. No, of course I want to, wow. but I cannot justify it. So go, go, go. Have wow. fun. Wow. Don't, I mean, I would love to, but, you know, when a man has to make sacrifices for his family. I'm willing to give this up. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Uh, 250 class for Hangtown. Uh, first up, shout out to Jeremy Martin. He underwent surgery on wrist and elbow. Uh, that was ugly. And I talked to him in the morning. He was frustrated with the bike and frustrated with his own riding. And, it, you know, he wasn't in a good place. And then he falls in Moto1 and has to come from way back. And, you know, he's grinding it out because, like, he's a champion that he is. And then gets a good start in Moto2. And then that happens. And, oh, he's going to be out a while, Weech. 
Yeah, I'm not hearing good news about this arm at all. No. And um, to really drive it home, we just somehow magically had like the perfect footage of it, which is just gross. Um, I mean, he goes down, puts his arm out, and then just gets run over, and it's so bad. And like like Eli Tomac, it's a reminder of how freaking tough these guys are. I mean, his arm is like, as somebody told me, shaped like a Z. Yet he just walks over, walks over, yeah, yeah, to the thing, and he's just sitting there talking to the guys. I mean, most people, this is like Tomac with the darn Achilles. Like most people would be screaming, crying. Yeah. Now these are it's just part of the job. Anyway, yeah, I'm not hearing good things about he's had some surgery today, and this is going to be a gnarly one. Yeah. This I mean, just he might sucks. he might hang it up. We might not see him again. I don't I don't yeah, think I so. Say, you I, know, but I was wondering if you what your guys' thoughts were on if this is it for him. I don't think so, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know. Yeah, this injury sucks. I've had it. Oh yeah, it's not it's not a good time at all. No, um, it's really lengthy. The recovery sucks. Therapy sucks. Um, yeah, it's it's not a good one. Like most people think, oh, dislocated wrist. We'll just put it back in and off you go. You know, whether it's broken or not, too. You know, that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really not the ligament. You have to pin it, and yeah, it's it's a whole ordeal. That's not much fun. Uh, absolutely. And elbow too. He's got an elbow problem too. Um, yep. uh, yeah, it it's not good. I was thinking. The club guys, uh, you know, they've had such a good year in Supercross. Enzo absolutely crushed it, right? J-Mart won one of those uh, triple crowns. Um, you know, March Banks got hurt. But uh, they something else good happened. I don't, I don't remember. Something else happened to them. Anyways, it's funny how – Phil, Phil led with the lights on. Oh, that's maybe that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Phil leading with lights on. Um, but, you know, it's just a reminder, like, like, you know, and then so far, like, March Banks has not had a good start. Jamar no. has not had a good start, and now he's you know gone for the year. Uh, Kilroy, their fill-in, crashed out pretty hard in Moto Two, and I was walking after missing all of Supercross. Yep, after <laughs> after getting hurt the first race, race as a team, and I was walking out of the pits, thinking to myself, watching these guys tear the tent down, and being like, "Yep, I've been there. Uh, this sport is cruel, man. And you do all this work, you spend all this money, you work all your balls off, and that happens to you. Got a feel for the club guys for sure. I got more. You ready oh. for this? Oh. Okay. Brandon Haas, the team owner, he was racing, I think, to qualify for Loretta's, and he got hurt. Oh, I didn't know this. Not, yeah, no not way. even a hangtown. And I think he has to get surgery, too. So the team owner is even injured. Oh, Luckily, their beacon of light is coming back. Mm-hmm. Their, their mm-hmm. prince of positivity <laughs> is, is, is going to be showing up soon on a 450, and we'll see what he can do. He's got to take down Boutron. <laughs> He's got wildcat racing it, waiting for him. Do you like? He's gonna come back, and you know he's gonna struggle. I mean, for a bit. Like he's not gonna go super good for him, I don't think. And he's gonna be so mad at the guys that are beating him. Like he is gonna be angry that Jerry is just working him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're Phil, you gotta be like, this is this. I should never be out of the top ten against this group. But I mean, I'm sure just doing two thirty fives on a rough yeah, you know, racetrack is not gonna be. No, you know, even finishing is not going to be easy. No, it's going to take no. him. Some Jerry's time. riding well. Yeah, like, I watched yeah. him closely. Yes. Like, I wanted yeah. to see if this was just like luck or what was happening. And no, he's he's no. riding really, really well. So yes. we, I have probably been the worst. I've made a lot of jokes at the behest of Jerry. Uh, most of them probably were deserved, but uh, he also deserves his hundred credit when he's doing well. And right now he's doing really, really well. So good yeah. for him. Nope. And and like again, yeah, Phil's gonna look at these names, Wildcat Racing. You know, and be like, um, these guys are working. Anyways, we'll see. But what, it will be great to, to talk to Phil back at the races. Yeah, so, 
Um, okay. I did. Uh, there's been some people wondering why they didn't have Jmart and Marchbanks go 450 the way this field turned out. Um, and there's a couple thoughts on that. I'm going to assume I didn't hear this from them, but I'm going to assume that you can't. You know, they've been developing and working on a 250. I don't know how quickly you can reverse course. You know, they were in deep, right, to try to prove they could have a bike good enough for Jeremy Martin to run with anybody on the track. So I don't know if you can just stop that and flip it in yeah. the week before the series begins. But they are also very concerned. They want to be in this playoff. I think feel like that's good money. It's good exposure. I think they feel like <clears throat> if we're a legit team, we should be able to be in the top 20 and qualify for this thing. So now with Marchbanks, you would take the motos, this, the points he scored in these four motos, and throw them away. Um, so I, I, whether that's right or wrong, right. I just want people to know there's another level of thinking that goes into why don't they just throw Marchbanks on a 450 that I don't think people are realizing. Well, I think – Honestly, it was not going well for J. Mark, but I was not ready to abandon ship that he could make podiums. I was not there yet. And ultimately, that's better to make a podium than race a 450. So I get that yeah. kind of thinking. But I would already, with Phil coming back, I would put, I would put Garrett on a 450 right away. Like, yeah, maybe. like right now. Like, I mean, just do it. You've got to think he could finish fifth. If Boutron finishes fifth, why wouldn't March Banks be able to get fifth? Yeah. Right? I know he lost a bunch of weight. Well, not like 10 pounds or 15 pounds or something to get ready for the 250s. And, dude, he yeah. is just – it's been a non-factor for him. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would already put him on a 450 if I was this team starting right now. So, Yeah, hard to argue. Um, yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, another smart race. Like, kind of – it's a little bit of a carbon copy of Paula. You know, uh, first moto, didn't have a ton of speed, worked his way up, and, you know, kind of got some guys late with his fitness and his consistency. He was fast. I'm not saying he was slow, but just not quite where he probably wanted to be. And then second moto, yeah, see you later. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to win again. And uh, 3-1 on the day, a nice, comfy second moto win. Two in a row for Hunter Lawrence as well. And, uh, yeah, kind of played out a lot like Paulo each, to me anyways. Well, identical with the moto scores. And I even think these first motos you're seeing kind of the way Jet plays it. You know, I think he's doing what he needs to do. When he got this third, I'm like, okay, let's see if he tries to run down or couldn't run down Cooper and Deegan, and he didn't. But I'm still not sure if he wasn't like, you know what? It's the third moto of the year. Uh, I got to make up four or five seconds. I'll just take third. Like I, I'm not even sure yeah. if we're not even seeing some management from him, even when he has a moto, like you said, yeah. where he's just solid but not blazing fast. That might not even be a problem. That Dude, might be on purpose. His fitness gets these guys. Like you can see, like he he did the other. He stays about the same, and these other guys just drop off, right? Um, yeah. And that's what you do. That's how championships yep. are won. And uh, yeah, so. and they're won by just saying, like, look, man, I could go balls to the wall to try to catch Cooper and Deegan here, but mm -hmm. nah. If I take third, I'll play the averages. Yep. Uh, Justin Cooper, 2-2. Two, two. Much better starts, JT, and then much better finishes. Not a coincidence. <laughs> no. 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 Um, he is so dependent. We, we had a great stat uh, on the show this weekend just showing how important that first lap is to him. And he, and he knows this, right? He's not, like, shocked by it or anything. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, obviously aware of his strengths and weaknesses. But it was a nice bounce-back ride for him. He was much more relevant and in the fight and all those things. And did he win? No. You know, I'm sure he was a little frustrated with uh, getting beat by Deegan and then winning, you know, winning second moto and getting passed. But he's also aware that he needs to keep progressing, getting better. And uh, this was a much better weekend. So frustrated, yes. Like, he wants to win. I could tell just talking to him off camera, like, that's not good enough. And he knows it. But 
you know, it was better than last week. So yeah. you've got to try to find silver linings. Otherwise, you just get so frustrated. It doesn't, you know, you, you got to stay positive about what's happening because it was a better weekend. There's no question about that. Yep. And uh, Hayden Deegan, Weege, wins his first pro race. Uh, gone. Whole shot and gone in Moto1. Uh, I honestly... I was again doing this in live announcing, and I'm like, "Yeah, I think he's got this." I said, "This is this is his moto because I, I mean, he's got the fitness and he's got the speed, and now he's he's leading the race." So to me, I was not surprised to see him hold it. He was great. Um, only just because Cooper got close a couple times. That was the only. I'm not saying I doubted that Deegan yeah. had speed or fitness, but obviously Cooper's won plenty of these, and I was like, "Oh, this will be a good little test." But dude, two laps to go, Cooper got it pretty close. Yep. And then Deegan really ramped it up. And I'm just like, dude, this he's just passing every test. JT, I think you summed it up right. Like, just stop even making any predictions uh, about how this is going to go. Like, this is rapid, rapid improvement. It's only his fourth national. Yeah, I, I was way wrong from the get-go. And I've said it multiple times. Um, there's nothing he can do that's going to shock me anymore. Just he's, he's everything you'd want, right? He is fast. He's clearly fit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's going to go on and win a bunch of championships. I'm just saying whatever the, the rap was is like, oh, he, you know, he's not as good as everybody says, or it's just the social media. No, it's, it's none of that. He just, he is the real thing. Like he is, he's going to do really well in this sport and, uh, forget about all the other stuff. Like even if he had no social media whatsoever or YouTube, any of that, like he is deserving of a lot of credit. He's riding yeah. really well. And then let's not forget he's 17 years old. Yeah. He's really young. Oh yeah. Next year we're talking title chances for Hayden Deegan. I mean, I, maybe I mean, this year, maybe this year, but yeah. There, yeah. I mean, he's in the fight right now, yeah. right? Like things yeah. go a certain way and yeah, it's not, it's certainly not out of the question. He's just like we said in Supercross, like he's done all the work off the bike. You can tell. Yeah. And, and I, um, I just love that. He's like, he is in shape. Like there is no way to fake the, the fitness side of the sport. You simply can't do it. Nope. And to me, that shows how much work he's put in. So Whatever, you know, cheap shots people want to take at him, or I'm out on all that. Like, the work, to me, defines who you are, and he is clearly doing that. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, great job for Hayden Deegan. I got shit on Twitter for not talking about him enough or, or disrespecting him. I don't know. I can't handle the fans. It's, it's, it's a tough, tough slog out there with the fans. But 1-4 um, for Hayden Deegan. Good job. That's awesome. Second of points. Yep. Yep. Uh, Tom, Tom Vial, uh did the same thing in Moto One that he did in Moto One last week, and it was hot. And I was like, "Okay, here's a test," and it didn't go well. Uh, but he, like last week, he rebounded in Moto Two. But then I found out after the race that uh, his grip was twisting in Moto One. His his left grip was twisting all the way around, and so that bothered him. And then in Moto Two, his pants weren't up. His pants weren't done up, and so that was bothering him. So Vial had some had some issues in either both motos, but seven three on the day. So, good job. He got third with the pants messed up? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's impressive. Um, I really just thought, oh, you're going to see this every week. He's going to be way better in Moto2 once he knows the track. But maybe not. Maybe this is not a trend with the grip problem in Moto1. Maybe yeah. it's not why yeah, it maybe. Was. Yeah, maybe he would have finished up higher, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yep. I, do you think I, when he I, got passed by Guillaume Perez, he was like, what is going on? <laughs> yes. Yes, I think he was. Yeah. I think yeah. this uh, the track being not great – Helped him. Uh, these types of tracks are pretty common over there. Oh well, guess, guess who's not doing any MXGP TV anymore? I, I would. I wouldn't shy away from that. Um, the, the, the conditions of this weekend are very typical for a race over there: France, mm -hmm. Germany, Switzerland. 
just because it's not the norm in the USA doesn't mean it's good or bad. It's just much more common over there. So I think that helped him. I think he was more un- he was more comfortable in that dynamic than our guys were. Um, and yeah, it showed. I, I think when you see hard pack tracks like that, he'll probably do a little better than some of the mm. typical uh, tracks that we have in, in the USA. Going to yell out Zacho again on Twitter? Or? No, I, okay. the, the track he thinks is awesome is is not. It's not that it's the worst track alive, but to have it in your top five of global motocross tracks is crazy to me. That's okay. It's his. It's his top five. Zach's got some wild takes. He does, <laughs> and, and that track. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm, yeah. You're talking about the best five motocross tracks on this planet. I don't think that it's even like you can't even bring it up right. in that conversation. Uh, R.J. Hampshire five five on the day, twelve and thirteenth. Uh, after the first lap in both motos, didn't get the start, did his RJ thing, just grinded it out, probably was pissed after. Um, you know, he told us on Monday on the Pulp Show that is he was so happy with his motor, uh, so happy with everything. He also said he'd be on a paddle 95% of the time, and he didn't run it this week. So this was one of the 5%. Um, yeah, just starts, Weege, but this, like – this wasn't RJ going RJ because he worked his way up to five five Weege, and it was a good. Uh, he got passed by Shimoda in the first moto, and Shimoda checked out on him. Did he? Yeah, I thought Shimoda was he right did. ahead of him the whole time. Okay, no, um, Shimoda passed him and, and pulled away. So, I, that's and, right. and I'm not trying to take anything away from RJ. I'm yeah. just saying I, that surprised me. I did not yeah. see that coming. Yeah. So you know, Weege. Yeah, we, probably not a great day for RJ. No, uh, but there's a couple different ways to look at it. I mean, yeah, the starts were bad, and the class is pretty thick right now. Yeah. So I wonder if you have to look at it like, okay, I lost a handful of points, but I didn't blow it. I didn't want it. I wouldn't get hurt. I mean, yeah. So I lost, you know, 10, 15 points on the day um, and 5-5. Five, five. You maybe need to look at this as a, hey, good job salvaging a 5-5. Five, five. Okay, sure. Yeah, you can. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you can. It's okay. better than RJ going RJ. No, I, I mean, yep. have to say that, right? Yeah, you just can't. Yeah. You just can't get those starts and win championships. And 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 RJ made it. You know, like championship or bust for him. He's ready, and I think it'll be a great story. So, um, hey, speaking of that, um, and I know the other thing you said, championship or bust, and he wants to be on the donations team, yeah, right? Right. Um, I found out something that had been apparently known all along. You know, they changed the date of the nations because they changed the yeah. SMX yep. playoff dates and all that. Mm-hmm. It bumped into Justin Cooper's wedding. Justin Cooper's out. He can't. Oh, yeah. No, I knew that. Yep. I yeah. Knew that. They've already said this. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, oh, it's not a battle between RJ and Cooper anymore. Except, I mean, are we out on Deegan? Oh, here Is we this... go. Here we I go. Mean, no, listen. I mean, you, you like. T- you t- at, when it comes time to pick the team, you take the top scoring 250 rider unless you want to put a 450 guy in there you do so i know it's yeah. only four motos in yeah. and deacon's a rookie and it could trend badly but i mean with the data we have right now it's it's worth consideration and i, I just knowing them of course they would love to do it well of course like, i don't think deacons I, I, are passing I, I, up the any, opportunity. anybody would love to do it yeah i think anybody would love to do it um well i, I don't think we can say anybody loves to do it i mean we've really? had Oh. I mean, we've had some donations teams where top guys choose not to do it, Steve. I mean, no, anybody? 250 riders? Have we had 250 riders say, I don't want to do it? Oh, I never I never broke it down. Oh, yeah. I never broke it down like okay. that. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah. No. yeah. Uh, RJ55. I mean, it sounds like okay. Justin Cooper's out, right? 
Oh, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Cooper yeah. cannot do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They had a wedding date, and I, I know people are probably going to hear this and say, oh, that's ridiculous, but weddings are not easy things to move. Um, the, the, sometimes planning goes year or two in advance. So whatever, that's the way it is there. Um, so Cooper's out, but, like, yeah, you got to figure the Deegan factor right now. He is American, by the way, everybody. Oh, thanks. Thank you. His two requirements. Yeah. He's good and he's American. Do you, so. do you, do you think Duff would like to go? <laughs> I wonder, I mean, I, we, we just talked about how the fans are nuts for him here. I'm assuming this is international, right? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm assuming out of the nations, there would be a lot of fans that want to meet Deegan and watch him ride. Right. Uh, Sh- Shmoda, fourth in the first moto, then second moto, uh, got screwed by that lapper. Bummer for uh, for Joe. Um, and it he also- hit pretty hard, too. He did. I know uh, James mentioned it on the broadcast, so, man, I went back and watched it. He, he it was a pretty big hit, and he got up and took off again. Like he didn't, yeah. he didn't waste any time, or you know, crying in fear or anything. Like he just got up and kept going. Guillaume Ferez, six six on the day. I okay, so th- this is going to be bad, maybe. But six eight, six, six eight, eight. Sorry. Yeah. Does Guillaume speak English well? Um, he has an accent, but you can talk to him. No. Problem. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, he lives yeah. with Justin Cooper, I think. So I'm I, sure they. I need to. They have to communicate. Well, maybe it's no, like fine. maybe it's like Ferrado, yeah. JT. <laughs> Just a different dialect, right? Um, no, I will. Uh, I need to go find this kid and talk to him. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. really good job. Um, Levi Kitchen ten seven starts were a little better than they were last week, but man, he just. He couldn't move forward, like just slowly, just slowly, slowly, you know, maybe move forward a little bit, but he couldn't blitz through the pack. You could make a case that, like, Jalik was better than him, uh, Hymas was better than him, but, you know, things happen to those guys, uh, whereas he had sort of an uneventful day. Eighth overall. We are going to a track where he won a moto last year, but yeah. four motos Man, kitchen, you, yeah, not so great. Did you watch him? Did you watch him in the first qualifying session? He was going for it. Mm-mm. Like, I, I really thought – it was going to be that kind of day for him. Like I thought he was, he yeah. was ready. Man, he looked so good. I think he was second in that in that first session, and then yeah, just just didn't have that same elite level in in the motos. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Yep. The chef is uh, not not been cooking up a storm. It's not terrible. No, no. But it's I I have him. I hold him in a pretty high regard, and uh, he's just a little tick below that right now. I put him with the RJ and Shimoda. Uh, yeah. pack right Same. so um yeah he hasn't been there yet Jalik Swole uh good starts uh both motos um yeah uh almost took out a kid in uh oh, second moto good right. god that was yeah that was close I, I ran into him at the airport uh on Saturday night and he's he's like not where he wants to be he said but he's like man I missed a long time and I'm like yeah like don't don't be down on yourself like you missed a lot of time not racing so um I think he's okay with what's been going on and the yeah. starts, the starts are down, and that's good. You know, put yourself in position, right? I like to watch. Uh, I like to listen to James kind of commentate on him because pro- a lot of people probably don't know, but James helped him a lot, like mm-hmm. financially supported him when he was an amateur, like helped him uh, in a lot of different ways to kind of get to a pro career. So you know, he's very emotionally uh, involved and invested in Julie's career. So. It's funny to watch it in real time. Kind of, he's trying to be professional and objective, but he's very much, you know, a, a huge fan, and I'm sure he loves the kid, you know. So it's mm. it's a whole different dynamic to it um, versus just giving, uh, you know, the right. He's not just just commentating. He's also like 
you know, very involved with this kid. His girlfriend told me, you're the only motocross person I follow on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a good idea. She seemed really nice, but I'm like, I don't know if that's I, – I, I wouldn't do that. Um, but, JT, there's another gentleman out there that's arguably helped a lot more than Stu. Oh, it's true. The big one five. No, JT, I can't get, I can't, I can't get any sort of acknowledgement on that. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. Uh, Tim Ferry. Timmy was with Jalik for a long time. He lived. With, oh well, yeah, but that's, he lived with that's Timmy. Different, no. No. I mean, from what I understand, like James basically was like funding Jalik's racing for a long time. Was Timmy doing that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But he was. What's your definition of funding? Like, from what I understood, James basically gave him gave Julie a credit card that you know, like, here, go racing. It's not. I didn't hear that, but he lived with Timmy for a long time in, in Timmy's okay. house, and 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 rode with Red Dog, and Red Dog trained him and groomed him. We even took. Okay, a, I, I thought Julie okay. was like paying Timmy as a trainer. I, I didn't know any of that, so I wasn't holding out info or anything. But I, I have it under very good yeah, authority well. that James was helping Jalik a ton financially when he needed it most. Well, so he, maybe Timmy was too. I, I didn't mean it. Any when, when, uh, when Jalik starts winning, or we're going to have to shoot this thing out, like battle it out on who who's more who responsible. Who credit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Timmy or James. Because <laughs> okay. so. we do Both know... Both of them, I'm sure, helped him a ton. So let's just go with that. We do know that Timmy helped James with bike settings and was hired as a test rider. Oh, was hired as a test rider. Yeah. Dirty dog. Yep. Uh, okay, Ryder D. This was the Dirty Dog race. It was the Dirty Dog race. Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah, we got him good that day. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so, and then uh, Jalik ninth. Um, so, yep, not so bad, decently. I don't, like, I thought he was actually put his shoulder out in that first moto in Paula. Like, I thought he did some damage. So, I guess coming back and racing is in the second moto and then this week um, is good. Uh, Ryder, I asked him. He oh. said he hurt. He thought he re-hurt the arm that he broke in Supercross. So the whole thing went numb when oh. he crashed. Whatever okay. in yeah, the yeah. gravel, basically. Yep. Um, and then uh, so he was super scared all day, and then he was okay this week. So he thinks he's good. Uh, Ryder D was yep. consistent again. Uh, Eight thirteen for him. He uh, did have that off-track excursion. He lost four spots right there. Um, but um, yeah, Ryder D was good. I there's like I I is I mean Ouija's going to be compared to Hayden, right? Because that's what you people do, you amateur motocross experts. But I mean, I feel like well, at one point we had, there was a whole one of the guys on your show would come on there and just talk about you know Deegan and Ryder racing each other. Yes, it was like a whole thing on yeah, your show. It was a whole thing. Yeah, it yeah. was a whole thing. Right. Yeah, but but I think this is um, okay. Yeah, he's not with Deegan right now. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Deegan is second in points. But I feel like for a rookie, this is all you could ask for, right? I think well, that's shown what, that's where attention. I was going. Yes, I, was, yeah. I think this is fine. This is a good start. Uh, he's leaving the team next year. Right, so um, he's going to jump up to the gas, gas guys. Uh, but I think this is good. Yeah, it's good, good, good job for Ryder D. Yeah, um, yeah, he's been up there. I thought we'd see more from Maximus Voland. Yeah, dude, I thought he could win. Right, thinking about it, did he yeah. not? Did he not get on a podium last year here? Did, am I missing? He's never had an overall podium. He's never. No, dude, he's been fourth and fifth like so many times. It's crazy. Okay, hold on. I gotta pull up Hangtown twenty twenty two results here because I swear, like, well, obviously Mosman was was a NorCal guy and crushed yeah. it, but I thought we had Max also. No, seven five last year. Okay, All yeah. Right. But the way he rode at Pala, he could have podiumed for sure. Uh, he didn't run into a lap rider; he would have had it. Yep. And uh, you're like, oh, he'll probably be even better at Hangtown. Yeah. But he was not. So 
Uh, I never saw him all day. So what did you see? I never saw him. No, we dude, didn't have I, him on TV I just, at all. I, yeah, he never got starts and just rode around outside the top ten. Like didn't look. He was like he was just like Kitchen, but three spots back or four. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just yeah. started where he finished. Kind of maybe yeah, got a couple of guys, but uh, JT Weege and I were congratulating Talon on just being a super normal mini dad, like just a super normal motocross dad he said yeah you guys all like to talk to i mean i saw uh i saw you talking to him uh one of you this weekend before the race was it steve or is it Weech? one of you i saw talking to him we both were at one point just lone wolf stories yeah Yeah, i butted i butted in and i started talking about the quad at anaheim that he was doing but uh yeah what uh but it has to be frustrating right because he is not i don't know like we're seeing flashes of brilliance but I don't know where this goes for him. Yeah. Like, what what did what does this Austria group do with him, right? And like he's what? in that group, he's so capable, but the results just are not coming. I don't know if he's staying. And I, I worry that he's going to have a drop down in equipment, and yeah. I don't know where this all goes from here. I don't think he's staying with Austrian guys at all. Yeah, I think that's no. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I like I think you know I know for a fact there's still a spot open at Husky, right? And he has to be somewhere on that list of mm-hmm. potential guys. But I just don't like. They have a huge investment that they put years into this kid, and I, I don't know. Like, it just to me, he's on the fence of how does this all turn out, and this is a really, really critical time for him. Well, we congratulated Talon on being the most one of the most normal parents in the pits, and then he admitted that he does get a little biased because it's this kid. And we said, no, 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 like that's fine. You can be biased because it's your kid, because they all are. That's understandable. It's just don't be crazy, and he's not crazy. Yeah, it's not crazy. That's and he did tell us, JT, to your point, that they, they've they had teams talking to them, but he's not had anything put in front of them, like any paperwork. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, you know, it's probably because it's like, wait, we wait a few weeks, we might, you know, all of a sudden he could win or podium. So I got to figure this result really hurts if you're trying to get a ride or shopping. Well, because you know that these guys are all like, oh, NorCal, Voland, Hangtown, and all not good, you know? Yeah. Well, the first that first moto really felt like it could be something last weekend. Yeah, and then yep. there was just kind of no follow through this weekend. Um, okay, uh, Chance Hymas, good second moto, eighteen six on the he fell in the first moto yeah, he again. Needed that. So I think that's three out of four motos yeah. that he's he's crashed. But that sixth is solid. Um, yep, Mumphy, I didn't notice much. Yeah. I was just going to say on Hymas, he, he needs that. Like, he needs to prove that he can stay with these guys, right? And it's, uh, like, not contractually or anything. I think it's just you got you got to do it, right? Like, you got to start breaking through. And, you know, you practice well with the right guys. You have the right equipment. You have the right opportunity. You have the talent. You just got to start, you know, kind of finishing on what you have started. And that, so that was a – I thought like it was a really big moment. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll see what it, where he goes from here. But that, that had to feel good to finally kind of – Come across the finish line with a good result. Fly racing zone. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's a huge part of our, you know, marketing and plan. But I, I think just big picture for him, um, it was a big step. Where's Jose Butron in the marketing and the plan? I mean, we've been sponsoring him since like, since like 2006. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if uh, I, I am shocked that he's getting the results, but. I mean, DB is the one that deserves credit. DB is the one that told you, hey, look out for him. He's going to do really well. So um, I don't 
Well, I'm not going to take any credit. Can, DBs, the the, uh, the Butron Whisperer. Can we get him in an ad? Can we uh, with some Wildcats, please? I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want. I don't want to make any promises that I know that I can't keep. Remember, remember Lachine with the with the Dalmatians. Remember, can we just get him holding the Wildcats in his arms? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. No, because what if they change the team name next week? <laughs> what, what if they get a bunch of money from like the team Peacock or something? Yeah, and then they cha- then they've got birds instead of wildcats. Um, <laughs> I had Jordan Smith in fantasy, so I watched him well. Uh, he he got involved in that first turn crash and uh, worked all the way up to seventeenth. Was way back. First moto was twelfth. He said on Instagram he was searching for some speed. Don't know if we found it, but uh, Jordan was out outdoors for a long time. So. Um, by the way, I'm not, I'm not there yet. It's only two rounds, so I'm not going to go there yet. But if we keep seeing these crashes, I, I, have, I have some things to say. Mm-hmm. Well, About greats. Ooh. About greats. Oh, stop mm-hmm. it. All right. I'm, I'm, it's too early. It's too early. I mean, it's, it's been going on in MXGP for how long? Yeah, but What's they don't wrong? have the number of riders. Sure they do. That when when they don't even have forty, they had twenty two guys this weekend. Twenty two guys. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not there. Okay. Uh, Mosman, Jake, or Weed? You said he got hurt. Like I know he got hurt in that crash, but like, was it bad? Or he's gonna be out for a while? Yeah, I heard face plant. Is what I heard. Not good. Okay. Not good. All right. So, um, the press release just said no updates at this time. You know, we'll update you during the week yep but i don't think it's good right okay you know i don't mean like tragic or anything no, like that no, but yeah, i don't yeah. know if he's gonna be back next weekend yeah uh jet reynolds was up there in moto one really up there and then got off pretty hard do you see his crash that was uh yeah yeah interesting one could have been a lot worse yeah for sure right talk about talk about faceplant yeah that could have been just right oh straight into, into, into talons uh into talons sign there the charity sign oh yeah true yes. yeah true yeah <laughs> um yeah, and into almost almost face plant into Shimoda, who is coming up the other direction. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, bummer. And then second moto, he didn't finish. Um, I don't know what happened there, but for just a moment, just a brief moment, I'm like, maybe there is something here. Maybe he can fix this. I mean, this is this is on the verge of a a sad story of a phenom who just got hurt so much that it's not going to pan out. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, but then you look and yeah, what 1935 in the end. Well, he qualified 11th. You know, got points last weekend. Yeah, just not a great race for him this weekend. But um, right, but that first couple laps, I'm like, maybe this is it. It's gonna click. But I, uh, I fortunately didn't. I couldn't tell you one thing about March Banks' race. He went 16:30. I don't even know. Yep. Um, he pulled into the mechanics area multiple times in, in the Moto Two. Yeah. Second Moto, I think. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, I know they were they were working on. I think they were like testing or checking something on the bike because he kept coming in they'd work on something they'd go back out so i don't know if they were mm. i don't know what they were doing but it wasn't uh yeah i don't think it was trying to chase points that's for sure right Derek kelly's off to a rough start too for the aeo team same with Varese. both of those guys are off to a rough outdoor start from where they've been in the past i talked to kelly he actually uh bruised a kidney at the end of supercross and mm. he already had lost one kidney earlier in life oh shit okay oh, yeah God. so he was in the hospital for six days super super oh. super cautious about that oh yeah um i think it was Salt Lake. i think it was Salt Lake. i don't remember yeah but uh yeah so he's way behind do you know yep. ro- you know rollerball lost a kidney race with race with most of his career with only one <laughs> kidney 
probably took it out like it was he had a crash in practice took it out <laughs> went back out there and raced crashed in sweden in an overseas race was supposed to test a 500 kawasaki works bike for a gp ride oh. crashed the oh. week before and uh lost a kidney and lost the chance at a ride i can tell you what he, he does have is a liver and it has been <laughs> tested <laughs> extensively. Shout out to Carter Dubach again. And uh, also, too, the, 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 the family that owns Mesquite Raceway that I've ridden at a whole bunch up here. They sometimes prep the track really nice for me. Uh, the Gavin Bruff made the motos. So Gavin's a good dude. He made the motos. I didn't even know he was there or racing. And so they own Mesquite. The family does. Um, cool. And then shout out to Blaze Cromaldi. Great name. Great name. <laughs> Blaze Cromaldi. Kids in the junior? He probably raced. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Jet Reynolds, it says, was caught in that crash with Jay Martin, everybody in the yeah. second moto. So that's why. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, I didn't know what happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, Michael Mosman, uh, he probably is out for a while. Um, yeah, that's so what I was saying. Yep. Okay, there. Yeah. I don't think it's good. I think he might have. I don't yeah, know he if he hit his head or what, but I missed that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah he did. He did. Okay. Yeah. Rough year for Mosman. I mean, he went from winning. He won a moto at this track last year, right? And he won a Supercrosses, and then just yep. absolutely, twenty twenty three, he 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 walked in the path of not a black cat, but like maybe a homeless guy. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And it's gone south for him. Jeez. I talked to Mosman and Broswell uh, press day. And I said, I don't know if you guys know this, but I feel like you have a lot in common. <laughs> and Mosman's like, it's shocking, man. We've really only just gotten to know each other, but we are so alike. It is unbelievable how alike and similar we are. We're like, we're so similar. And I'm like, I know. I know you are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. I know. Well, <laughs> we're where. So yeah. Braswell could keep that ride then, maybe, if, if Mosman's going to be out. Uh, right? Yeah, because he was yeah. selling in for Brown. Yeah, Right, right, because Brown's coming back. Yep. and So, yeah. Yep. All yep. right, Bible Ron. nerds is how he says we're fellow Bible nerds, and I'm like, we know, oh, geez. we know, yep, yeah, yep. All right, Rhonda Lakewood, maybe one of, as we've always said, one of the best nationals of the year. Really, really great. Yeah, area. Weather, uh, weather looks like it's going to be pretty nice. If we don't get rain, it's going to be nice. Mid, like mid to low seventies. Ben Lemay said that they've gotten a ton of rain uh, coming in, and it's going to be really soft. Yeah, they have. So. Which is good. That'll help. That'll help out for us. Yeah, sneaky good national Lakewood, everybody. It is. Yep. It is one of the best ones. All right. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you to Fly and all the sponsors as well. JT Weege. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. See ya. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners. Don't change the air. Don't change the thing.